It's, um, it's, it's not four pages of notes, sorry. <laughs> I love it, it is. Yeah. No, it's... Um, I was writing out what was happening as I was watching, mm, mm. if that makes sense. And so I've just highlighted a couple of things. That's good, because I honestly, I've seen it so many times, but I still get the plot. So, sup, ghosts and ghouls. <laughs> um, Smog. And Kitty. <laughs> we um, will be talking about Nosferatu. And yes, Nosferatu is an amazing film. Is yes. my standpoint. Would you agree? Yeah, I would agree. Mm-hmm. 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 Good. Yeah. So, so we're going into this yeah. positive. We're on agreement. <laughs> Good. Yeah. I, I, as much as I love and I don't, I want the drama. As much as I don't want to fight with you, I want that to be a film yeah. where we are like, you're wrong. Well, I'm sure at some point there will be a film like that. Yeah. I mean, there's our list so far is under a two, over 200 long. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, at least one, statistically. <laughs> to give you a little more insight into the um, behind the scenes of this um, podcast shenanigan, we have um, Google Docs on Google Docs, and we have a spreadsheet, spreadsheet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. of all the films every horror film that like we there's various horror films that one of us has seen and you turns out we've both seen them so yeah we'll have to see what we'll do then um and neither one of us has seen it's it's um and then because i love data i'm there like <laughs> sorting it out and i oh that, You're a data freak. I am. That, mm-hmm. that, see, the thing is, um, and if anyone from my job listens to this, this is parody and not true. I was having a day at work where I was so very drained. And I was like, hey, it's a spreadsheet. No one's going to know if they like a walk in through my room and see me on my computer on a spreadsheet it's just gonna look like any old spreadsheet i do that like that's pretty much the whole day that i do so so yeah i was there (laughs) sorting out the data at work um but like honestly for like 10 minutes i mean I, i promise i do work hard um but yes that was about thank you very much yeah i have proof of you counting test tubes oh yeah 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 I <laughs> it's it's a it's a living. So yes, we will be talking about Nosferatu, um, the 1922 version, um, and a heads up that we will obviously be spoiling it. We will be yeah. talking about the whole film, all of it, all of it, start to finish, and also, oh, and also. What happened after the film was made? Ooh, because the oh. end is not the end. Sizzle, sizzle. See, I'm excited to find this out. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, but also, we just wanted to say, like, um, I guess, if you are someone who are, is not into horror, use us. Yeah. You, we'll tell you all you need to know. Yeah, yeah. 
And then, and then I don't know. I'm someone who ju- who watches films even though I know the entire plot. Like I don't. Yeah. Spoilers aren't really spoilers to me. Like, yeah, I'll, I'll, they'll be in the back of my head somewhere. I would have forgotten the spoiler and still watch the film and yeah, enjoy it. Yeah. So if we if we tell you the whole plot and you hate horror and you think actually maybe that's not too scary, hey, give it a go. Yeah, give it a watch. Give it a try. I, I think this one in particular isn't. Scary no. in a way of horror films. I think Especially that... horror today. Nah. Yeah, yeah. It, I mean, like, a, it's, it's a film from 1922. Yeah. This is a film that is over 100 years old now. Oh, wow, it is, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. <gasps> the Centenary. Yeah. I watched it on the Centenary. Because, of course, <laughs> I did. Nudie. I love this film. The fi- okay, so my relationship with this film... I guess if that's how I'm going to start this. I think we should also mention it is a silent film. It is a silent, silent film. Yeah. Yes. I almost... Yeah. I guess that is something to mention. Yeah. Because I... I... Like I said, I watch a lot of old films. Mm. I... Kind of... Would take that as a given. Mm. I guess a lot of people don't know when kind of sound came in yeah because by the yeah. 30s there's sound yeah so i guess it is surprising it was wartime that sound did that surprise I you i think no it's no i don't think so because i have seen yeah silent films mm. before or like i've watched my grandfather um a few silents so it's not like a new no, phenomenon no. if you will to me but were but, you expecting sound I don't think I was because okay, of the yeah, yeah. date it was. Yeah, yeah. I automatically assumed. I it think was. that it, it yeah. was going to be. Yeah, because I I um, I watch old films a lot, and I um, like I think during lockdown, I watched. We made a cinema in the house. I had a lockdown Aww. with my parents. Shout out to them. Best um, best lockdown buddies ever. Like hundred percent had would not have locked down with anyone other than them. Pretty yeah, I've never met your parents, but I love them. <laughs> <laughs> there, um, it was just this beautiful thing where we were able to be extremely direct and sometimes be like, "Get out of here! I need space." Um, I love that I could have that with my parents because obviously, the like same lockdown with my parents. A lot of people's gut reaction is, oh my goodness, oh, you must have been through it. I'm like, nah, my mm. parents are sick. It was great. <laughs> um, we made a little cinema room Aww. in, in like, the um, office room. Yeah. With, I mean, very blessed to have a big house because the job. Um, but we watched a bunch of old films in with a projector. Aww. And that was really nice. So we watched films like um, Casablanca and um, Oh Brief Encounter, the train one. That's just the train one. We watched a bunch <laughs> of old yeah. black and white films, and so I am very used to old films. Mm. It's one of those things that I sometimes will be talking to people like older than me. And then I'll be talking about like, like Brief Encounter, possibly if that is the name of this film. Um, 
And they're like, how old are you? I'm like, oh yeah, but like, it's a good film. Mm. Um, so good on a projector as well. It just feels more of a cinema yeah. feel. Um, so my relationship with Nosferatu is it is on the list of 101 films to see before mm. you die. It would be interesting to get you to go through the list yeah. at some point to see how many you have seen already yeah. just as is. Um, but you have seen Nosferatu now and that yeah. is the first film on the list. Oh, Ooh, no, it isn't. It's the third one. You lie. I lied. <laughs> um, it's the third one. What is the first one? Cabinet of Dr. Caligari. Which You've is seen. very... I've I seen. Haven't. It's very good. I have actually seen, back to the yeah. list... Um, 69 <laughs> of 101. Are you going to watch any more from that list? And I cannot watch any more. But I have to stop <laughs> yeah. there for absolutely no reason at all. Um, hmm. <laughs> uh, that happened completely by accident. That was not planned. I swear on my life. Yeah. Um, but Cabinet of Dr. Caligari. I know that is one is on my list to watch. 1919. Ah. So, yeah. Um, Nosferatu I watched when I was on hold to the doctors. I'm ill a lot of the time (laughs) and I was on hold for a very long time and essentially like there's this thing where the doctors um you phone up and then you're put on hold and um you because you have to phone in the morning to get an appointment on that day you can't make an appointment in advance so I had this week where I would phone um at 8am and then by the time I got off hold all the appointments were gone yeah so that's think, happened multiple times to me too yeah. fund the NHS yeah. <laughs> please <laughs> please um and it was the third day mm-hmm. and I was on hold and And this film is an hour 25 it's an hour 25 yeah and I thought well while I'm on hold I'll watch Nosferatu because it's an old film so it'll probably be slow Mm -hmm. um let's be real about old films and um it's also a silent film so it's not like I'm gonna have to um be listening to the lines um and and yeah, and I, I thought I was going to have to turn it off halfway through because I'd get off hold, and I didn't. I was on hold the whole time, for the whole film. Um, so that was nice. At least yeah. I watched the film on one go. Yeah. Um, but now it's one of those things where Nosferatu is linked in my mind to being ill. Mm. Um, which is on theme for the film. It is. That is very on theme. And like, so the other week, I don't know how husky my voice is sounding, but I am slightly ill. I've got a bit of a sore throat. Um, and when I was at my kind of peak of the ill, I watched Nosferatu in uh, anticipation mm-hmm. of this podcast, but also because it is such a comfort yeah. film. It is... I like horror movies that are spooky. Mm. I don't necessarily like um, slashers. Or yeah, like... I think I definitely prefer the spook to the jump, essentially. Yeah, yeah. I like I, the atmosphere yeah. of it. And this film is dripping in atmosphere. It, 
and that's a thing that it, it it I wouldn't necessarily class it as a scary mm. film, but it's definitely a like horror film. Yeah. It is so spooky. It is so gothic. Yeah, and the way because it is a silent film and mm-hmm. it's that's why I think it's so excellent as well because it portrays this gothic imagery and the gothic themes through it but silent without talking yeah. it just it still shows it you can see it in the faces of the actors mm-hmm. and especially the music score oh that the music. music oh my goodness i will listen to that music yeah. when i need to i like if i'm at work and most of the time i'm listening to podcasts um half the time i'm doing work that i'm not meant to be yeah. doing but <laughs> If I need to get something done, film music. Yeah. And in particular, like, the Nosferatu score is... It's beautiful. So good. So good. And the way they used music and musical themes and the way, like, the major and minor, Mm. like, scaling and stuff with the scores to portray certain emotions Mm -hmm. as well, I think was an excellent touch and boost yeah yeah too it's one of those things where and again we're talking about technicalities and i guess kind of knowing your limits Mm. is one of the thing about old films you know we we, um if you listen to the previous episode um we totally didn't film record this on the same day um (laughs) if you listen to the previous episode we talked about the um they, co- they couldn't do special effects, so it's that practical yeah. element and it's the, it's the being technical in a way to get around things. Yeah. And I think the music is an excellent example of that because you don't have dialogue. No. But as well, the way they portrayed alongside the music, because it's silent and with the time it's black and mm-hmm. white. Mm-hmm. So the way they portrayed like the shadows mm. and the difference between night and day mm-hmm. as well i mm-hmm. thought was even cooler yeah, yeah yeah um so do you want to should i go through the film or do you want to go through the film i was thinking did you want to give the overview okay so so, <laughs> so, so know what we're talking about <laughs> hey it's a film it's, yeah it's um, a film if you've ever read dracula um, have you actually read Dracula? Yes, I have. I've read Dracula too. Mm-hmm. I um, think it was very stupid. I loved it, but yeah. I had to... I spent so much of a, of a book not enjoying reading it because I was expecting this dramatic masterpiece. Because mm-hmm. that's what Dracula seems like now. Yeah. it's it, When you think vampire, you think Dracula. Mm-hmm. Um, the hype. Yes, is the hype is so real. Yeah. It's it's the most um yeah, he's the most famous drag, um vampire. Yeah. Um and almost all vampire things you will watch will have reference to yes. Count Dracula. Yes. Um which is very interesting because um well, we'll get onto that. Mm-hmm. Um so I I spent so much of a book not enjoying it until I realized that it's just a book. Yeah. You do just have to read it like you'd read any book. And then I started to see the mm. fun in it because there's bits that is so... Oh my gosh, Abraham. Come on. I'm not going to call him Bram. <laughs> Abraham 
You idiot. Mina. No, no, not Mina. Lucy. <laughs> Mina's friend, Lucy. I'm sorry, whoever broke your heart, Abraham. Mm. I'm sorry, whatever girls called you lame. Who put you down. But, like, dude, the bit where Lucy says to Mina, We don't deserve strong men. <laughs> God in heaven. <laughs> and then you start seeing the fun in it. Yeah. Because it's just, like lose a little boy I'm so, I don't know what Abraham looked like but come on Bram I don't I don't know what Bram Stoker looked like at all but I just know he was a dweeb from reading Dracula oh yeah you know he was a dweeb <laughs> especially from that one line alone oh my goodness and the fact that like the fact that Lucy gets proposed to you three times in one day is hilarious. And you don't think you're going to go into Dracula mm. and get that. No. And I think that's why I wasn't enjoying it at all, because I was expecting, you know, Dracula. And then you just get this, like, girl Lucy being like, oh my gosh, I love men, and they love me so much, because I'm so pretty, and and I just... <laughs> I just can't decide which man I love more because all men are wonderful but but all women are frivolous and we don't do anything. <laughs> it's like, okay, what? Yeah. Um so Nosferatu is essentially the plot of Dracula. It is there's um except it's not Dracula, it's Orlock. Yes, Count, Count Orlock. Orlock. Count I love the name. Oh, so good. And it's um I feel like I keep doing sizzle, but it's... Yes. The names are interesting. Mm -hmm. So, yes. So, Count Orlok is um, looking to move to Lisborg, is it? I think so. And it's in 18... 18... (laughs) 1858 or something like that. 1812. I don't think it's early as 12. These are the things that we should have... Yeah, I think it's like 1863. It's in... The 1800s. Yes. We know that for certain. Yes. Um, and he's looking to move to a new town. He's looking to move to a new town. I think it is Lisborg, but mm. I don't know. Um, and essentially, Hutter has to go and... Um, travel out to Travel out, Orlok. talk to him, and then he can move. Don't quite know why he have to do that. I think I've... he was, from what I could see on the, especially in the ta- scene with the table yes. and his wife Ellen, that picture falls yes. out. Hutter was showing Count Orc the different houses to see if he was interested in okay. coming to yes. get that house. Yes. That was my. Yes. I just am more thinking I've never moved house and had someone come to me and say, um, hello, Kitty, we represent um, the great accounting firm of Zoopla and we would like to show you these houses in these neighbourhoods. Usually you go to the place you want to move mm. and you get something there. But obviously yeah. you need Hutter to go to Dr- to Orlock to then come back. Yeah, I, it's just something that I never quite noticed mm. about Dracula the plot. Yeah, why does he go to him? I think 
I don't know, but there was thing again. Bram, come on. <laughs> yeah, but uh, but slight possible plot holes aside, um, he Hutter goes to Count Orlock and um, is showing him these houses, and then Orlock sees Hutter's wife called Ellen. Ellen. Yes. And is enamoured, and um. And then, yes, and then... I think that's what makes him decide, yes, I will get that house. Yeah. Spookiness happens, yeah. and um, Orlok comes to Lisburg, and... Um, he traps Hutter in his mansion. Yes. And so it's at that point, I think, where Hutter really does seem to get scared. Yes. And then he's like, oh no, I've got to get back. I need to go back to Alan. And then... Somehow they both make it back on time. Mm-hmm. I think unbeknownst to each other that they basically arrived within minutes of each other just Love. by different routes. Mm-hmm. One by sea, one by land. Mm-hmm. And um, and then you have this um, Count Orlok um, trying to get Ellen and... Um, and it's Professor... Who's the Van Helsing character? There's a professor. Yeah, there's a professor, and he studies the plants. Yes, I which love I that really scene. loved that. Yes. Yeah, and they mentioned this one particular. I think it's a fungus or organism, mm-hmm. which is also mentioned in The Last of Us. Ooh. Yeah, um, at the very start, because um, it, it where eats, it's uh, it yeah feeds. the feeds the feeding virus. Yeah, um, but it and and then. Um, just to give a, to, to a yeah. brief overdu- overview, um, yes, uh, Ellen thinks Hutter is dead, mm-hmm. and then Orlok is trying to get Ellen, and then she, he gets killed. Yes. Yes. He dies. Eventually he dies. And the day is saved. By the cock's saved. crow. Yes. Yes. Well, by the sunlight. Oh. Did you did you not pick up on it? I thought it was the sunlight that yeah, got him. Yeah, but there was this thing. It's the saying of he must stay until. He will, it was when the cocks crow, then he will die. So that's when the cocks crow oh, in the morning as yeah, they wake yeah, yeah. up. But it's after um, the whole Ellen thing. Yes. Which causes that yeah. particular coxcrow morning, oh. which is when the sun gets him. And you're I supposed to be the expert. I know, but hey, look, here's the thing: every day's a learning day. It is. Every day is mm-hmm. a day of school. We are, we are, we are here learning. Mm-hmm. But I, I do have thoughts on that whole Alan thing. Oh yes. Yeah. Um, oh yes. But it. But yes. And then and then Orlok dies and. All is made right with yeah. the world. Um, so that, but that did, did she die? I actually don't. Because the doctor showed up afterwards, mm. and he didn't go into the room after a, he stayed, took his hat off, as in in mourning. I I think she does. Yeah, and Hutter seems to be distraught. So classic I classic old film. It ends. Yeah. <laughs> And this is another thing that I love about old. Yeah, films. it leaves you. They don't tie afterwards. things up. No, 
they're like, okay, and that's where we're at. Mm-hmm. And it's just as beautiful. Yeah. Like, I love it when films like leave you wondering about things. And it, it's just like, okay, yeah, that's over now. Yeah. Um, excellent. We love mm. it. Yeah, I, she does die. Yeah. I'm pretty certain. Um, and I've seen it multiple times. But this is the <laughs> thing. Like, like I um, am not. Um, I'm watching it for the vibes. Yeah, it it does have good vibes. <laughs> it it has excellent vibes. Mm. I like this time that I watched it most recently. Oh my goodness, I had the fairy lights, I had the candles, oh. I, I was like draped in my blanket. It was it was excellent. And I was just chopping veg for dinner. <laughs> yeah. And again, the difference, yeah. the difference it's beautiful. Mm. Um Yes. So do we want to talk specifics of the films that we the bits of the films? Because I also did take notes when I, as I was watching it this time round. Mm-hmm. Um, so essentially, my um, my notes are: music is so good. Yeah, that's uh, <laughs> one of my notes. Is music so good, good music? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, also, the font. Yes, it was the, beautiful. It was beautiful, but. And I've seen this multiple times, and I had forgotten. Every time I watch it, it looks like um, his name's Butter. Yes, <laughs> because it's the way of the old H's. Yeah. But um, like, there was we love our protagonist pin- Butter. I'm not sure if there was a spelling, Ooh. like not spelling, a grammatical error towards the last quarter, where I think it was like to who, in, where I think it should have been who to. Or something. Oh. It should have been those. The two words should have been the other way around. Oh, but, but I'm dyslexic, so I don't know. I didn't even notice it, so I don't know. <laughs> um, but going back on that thought as well, because I know with a lot of films that have words written on it as well, they go through it so quickly, and with like my dyslexia stuff, I can't read as quick mm. as it's displayed. And it's frustrating and stuff. But that the, the length of time that the writing is up on the screen is perfect. Mm. And it's I quite liked the font as well because fonts have an effect on how you read different yes. things. I found that font was a good font, yes. especially as well for it. Because it, it, it's a gothic yeah. font. Everything in this film, But it's again. a readable gothic yes. font. Yes, apart from the fact that I thought his name was Butter. Yeah. But I, I love that. I, yeah. I personally love our <laughs> protagonist, Butter. Mm-hmm. He's great. Yeah. Um, yes. I. Um, one of my first points as I was watching this film is the fact that they have different love languages. Yeah. Hutter and Ellen. He is very much into gift giving. Mm-hmm. Um, she is very much into. Um, gothic morbid statements and i love that for them he basically he gives her flowers um but he sees he is walking around he gives her flowers and she i love her yeah she looks at them and is like how could you have killed Mm -hmm. these these beautiful things it's like he's giving that's nice yeah as a thoughtful man who's giving you flowers but I love her I love how spooky and gothic Mm. she is I love it 
Yeah, as well with the, especially at the start, on that flower scene, there's the the music. It's very jolly, mm-hmm. and it gives me Charlie Cha- Charlie Chaplin vibes. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And it's and then slowly as Count Warlock gets introduced, the music it changes a bit. But mm. then every single time Count Orlock is shown on screen, there's always a change in music. The music's mm. always more eerie. And I think that adds to the joy of it as yeah. well. Yeah, it, it definitely love. shows to pre- Aggression yeah. into the the gothic. Yeah, and and because it, it it would be a real slog if it started there. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, like it, it, it it you're exactly right with yeah. the kind of Charlie Chaplin. Yeah, it takes you into it. It yes. takes you on a journey. Yes. Um. So as as we kind of go into the film, I love the old mosquito trick. Mm. Um. Hutter is an idiot. I know. <laughs> Very much so. Hutter is the biggest buffoon who mm. has ever Because, yeah, he wrote, he wrote a letter to Ellen. Yeah. Um, and he's like, and I was bit by a mosquito with two bites very close together. And I was like, what? <laughs> it, it's so clearly not a mosquito. Yeah. Especially the events of the that night as well. Oh, I'm in a spooky castle with a creep of a host who is who sucked on my thumb yeah <laughs> i i cut my thumb with a little knife while i was eating food and the, a little drop of blood was drawn and then Kent Rollock comes over and sucks his thumb like to get on is sucking his thumb yeah that's i we've known each other many years yes and i don't know if i would be comfortable if I accidentally cut my thumb and you just went, hold on a second, and just started sucking my thumb. Yeah, I, I wouldn't... Yeah, if it was the other way around, I don't think I'd be comfortable was with that I, either. I mean, depending how much it hurt, yeah. because it, it does help. It is yeah. a thing that it does help. Yeah, it's like if I cut my thumb, or like when I cut my finger or something, then I will mm. like give it a little suck or something. Mm. just Because your saliva is also antiseptic. Mm-hmm. We love it. Yeah. Scientific. Science facts. But somebody else? Yeah, like if you, if that ha- if we were in those, in that position. I mean, maybe if it's life threatening. Yeah, if we were in that position and I'd slice over my thumb and you raced across the room, because he is. Oh yeah, he was fast. He is like, I got to yeah. get that. And you raced across the room mm-hmm. to suck my thumb. I'd probably say something like, hey, Morgus, chill, I got that. Yeah, that's something that I could just do. Don't. Don't worry about it. Don't worry, babe. I'm mm-hmm. I'm good. Um, but yeah, so that's an already yeah. What an idiot, Hutter. And it's specified with that. It was a it specified drop of blood. Mm. Mm. And he's like that, and it's um, and then he has those mosquitoes. Yeah, and it's like you are dumb. Um, Do they look like mosquito bites to you? <laughs> I um, and also like. Gross and dangerous. It's the nineteen yeah. twenties. Like, well, not that's when the film was done. It's the eighteen oh, hundreds. But even more, yeah. it's like, I guess, I guess you're already. Yeah. It's but so the hard theme to... of the plague comes into the film. 
So you're thinking mosquito bites. You you gotta be a bit. It's one of those things where I'm like, were they just getting messed up twenty four seven? So you almost couldn't stress. Yeah. You get a mosquito bite and you're like, hey man, maybe this has sealed my fate. But yeah. You just gotta keep moving because it's the eighteen hundreds and. This is how we move. Yeah, and and my. 12 of my cousins died of mm. smallpox yesterday kind of thing yeah. um, so maybe maybe that's why he's so chill about it mm. but I feel like I'd be like this is the 1800s this is death for me yeah <laughs> I, even if it is just a mosquito um, but well yes. it can be the death of you now yeah yeah that's fun some more yeah <laughs> yeah but it it um so yes, Hutter is an idiot. Also, yes. I love that every time he wakes up, he, it's like, it's proper 1920s acting. Yeah. It's silent film acting. You know, they're playing to the back of the audience. This is like, he's yawning, he's stretching. Yeah, it's like exa- exaggerated um, movements. Yes, yeah. To show, because mm-hmm. they can't tell. Mm-hmm. So they show to tell. Mm-hmm. And I... Um, so the, the next kind of point that I made was the fact that Orlok is saying your wife has a lovely throat. Yes. And so your wife has a lovely neck. Neck. Yeah. Neck. Sorry, yeah. not neck, not throat. <laughs> I, um, again... Red flag. Hutter. Don't stand for no. that. Or, or you can say thank you. Yeah. But you could tell he was freaked out with that sense because he did grasp for that photo of his wife Mm. and then quickly put his things back into his bag and be like no you're not seeing my wife yeah but then this is this is and this is the issue with all dracula incarnations Mm. he's selling his next door he's selling him a house next door yeah this house in this town is right next door to hutter and it, it's even like specifically like mm-hmm. he's literally saying, "Oh yeah, like like a cr- like visible from your yeah. house." It's like they could see each other through their bedroom windows. And you're really gonna let a pervert? He's just exposed yeah. himself. Uh, maybe it's maybe you know he's a weird man who's lived by himself in a mansion in a different in a different country. Yeah. Maybe that's a cultural difference. Maybe that's what Hutter's thinking. Maybe mm. he's thinking, ooh, cultural differences. And I can't, like, be shutting myself down from him. Mm. But I still wouldn't... Plus the s- revenue from selling, because this is a mansion next door. But it's still, like, you can't have... I think people are picky enough with their neighbours as is. Oh, yes. You don't want this guy as a neighbour. No. <laughs> And he has the power to not make him his neighbour. Yeah. Because I mean, he's the one selling him Yeah, he's the one house. selling the house. He's just like, oh no, we've just found a different buyer or something. Or yeah. we're knocking the house down. Or do you know what? Actually, this one's way better. Yeah. Sell him a different house. In a different town. Far away yeah. from you. Or, you know, just down the, just down the road yeah. is better. But in fact, he's like, oh, geez, this is such an uncomfortable weekend. Anyway, now time to go home where he's my neighbour. Yeah. Like. And where I shall live uncomfortably with him for the rest of my life. Dude, it's, it's, um, your wife has a lovely neck. You're, yeah. Or, 
<laughs> we love it. We love it. Um, yes. Well, um, I kind of didn't take notes for a while. So do you have anything leading on from there? Or do oh, I? one thing I also would like to say is that's what makes all up keen on moving. Yeah. That's now you could visibly see that was the seal of the deal. Essentially, was yeah. him seeing Ellen's neck, and it's um, it's a feature that I think is lacking mm. from house buying nowadays. <laughs> Vampires. <laughs> well, yes, um, but I'm glad about that. Lacking. Yeah. Hot neighbors. Yeah. Where are they? You don't see them anymore. Well, I, I want to know that before buying a house. I want to know mm. which one has the hot neighbour. Orlok's managed to go, oh, that house has a hot neighbour. I'm going there. Yeah. If I'm house hunting, I would like my um, estate, estate agent? Yes. Yeah, estate yeah, agent, yeah, yeah, yeah. To be like, oh, and here's just a folder of all the neighbours. Or like... Here's a here's a folder of the neighbors' selfies, and here is also a folder of the neighbors' wives' selfies. Yes. It's an important part of you want to know a... who your neighbors are as yeah, well. Yeah, I want to know if they have yeah. sexy necks. Yeah, very important, or at least it is to Orlok, and maybe yeah. maybe me too. <laughs> maybe I want to know. <laughs> I only want to move house if my neighbor's wife has a sexy neck. <laughs> hey. Each to their own. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone has their own thing. Yeah. But no, if we take a step back to the tavern. Oh, yes. Yeah. Because on Hutter's way to Count Orc, he stops off at this mm-hmm. tavern. Mm-hmm. Where he's in the bar bit and mentions he's on his way to Count Orc. Mm. There's also a sudden change in music. The bartender mm. goes, no, you it's too dangerous. But... He mentions a werewolf. Mm. But I think it's a hyena. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> in Germany. Yes. Or not not Germany, Transylvania. Yeah. Or is it in... It's a German film yes. in Transylvania. Yes. Jim... Jim... No clue. Mm-hmm. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, um, hyenas aren't from there. No. No matter but where there, it is. No, but there is there is, there a, is a hyena. Yeah, there is a hyena. <laughs> yeah. um, it was a cute hyena. Oh, it was adorable. Yeah. That's part of a film. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a nature documentary. Yeah. Um, but you could visibly, whether that was an excuse or not for him not to travel further on up to Count Orlok or not, mm. but they could still visibly see everyone was like, no, you can't go there, something's up with him and that place mm, mm. it's too dangerous but then he stays the night at the tavern so he's not travelling by night because of the werewolf which he mm-hmm. laughs off and he finds this notebook on the supernatural not this notebook, it's this book Yeah, yeah. on the supernatural like, like the, the tavern like, like a, you know, like yeah. It, it's like it's like when you go to hotels there's normally a bible in the drawer mm. well this had a supernatural book in the drawer Gorgeous. Yes. We love it. We want it. Everywhere should. Yeah. yeah. Um, I kind of got more of the idea that it was put there specifically. Yeah. Because he was talking about moving Going on. Going up, yeah. So it's this idea of them trying to be like, look. Scaring him off further. Like, look, hey. give you, but we also don't hints. want to say it to Yeah. You. Yeah. Um, and 
in this book it mentions Nosferatu. Mm-hmm. And he reads it and he jollily jokes it off. Oh, yeah. He laughs at it, being like, ha ha ha, no. And then, which I think is also a bit of a foreshadow, essentially, or an oxymoron. Because mm-hmm. he later reads it again, some of it, when he's at Orlok's Manor, mm. laughs it off more. And then after he starts, after he gets locked in the manor, whilst Orlok tries to go to Ellen, mm. he looks at it again and is like, oh wait, maybe this kind of fits this guy. Yeah. 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 It's, um, again, he's the world's biggest idiot and it yeah. takes him a very long time to realise. To realise, yeah. But he, it is there. Mm. He is kind of like, huh, this is not quite yeah. adding up in the way that you want it to. Um, we were having a discussion about um, the word Nosferatu. Yes. And what it means. Yes. Like the translation. Mm-hmm. In my head, I immediately thought nos, as in wash for night. Mm-hmm. Fair, as maybe... I don't know if you can tell, but we've German got a Welsh here. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> One of us is part Welsh. Mm-hmm. Um, and fair, as in, to me, sounds German for fear. Mm-hmm. Or a German saying fear. Mm. Um, and then two, as in Spanish for your. Yeah. So, your night fear, or your You're so fear of the night. You're like, Welsh, German, <laughs> Spanish, let's make a word. It's very, um, yeah, it's very multicultural. Why, thank you. Um, so, my belief of what Nosferatu means is, like, night fear or fear of the night. Mm. And now, you're Googling. Well, because I, I, I am Googling it. You are Googling um, so, no one knows. No one knows. No one knows. No. So, the name Nosferatu has been presented as an archaic Romanian oh. word. Romanian? Romanian. Romanian, sorry. Pronunciations with um, Romanian word. Oh, yeah, because it's Romani people. Romanian. Yeah. Yes. That always throws yeah. me where there's, yeah, different. Um, synonymous with vampire. So okay. it's synonymous. Um, it was largely popularised um, by Western fiction, such as Dracula. Because I think in Dracula, they call him a Nosferatu yeah. as well. Um, one of the suggested etymologies of the term is it is derived from the Romanian Nesuferit. So N-E-S-U F-E-R-I-T like Nessu Ferret offensive Nessu Fright that's how I would pronounce oh it's got an E oh it's got an E before the F after the F and before the R Freight. it is kind of like yeah. F-E-R-I-T offensive or troublesome hmm. so it's kind of similar to that word um, and yeah the etymology is undetermined so European vampire is what Nosferatu means. Um, yeah. So that's that's annoying. I wanted yeah. it to have a set meaning. Mm. Um, but 
that is what it is. Yeah. It just means it is what vampire. it is. Just is an old word for vampire. Essentially. I, I like my. Uh, oh, I, yeah. I love yours. <laughs> it is like I said. It's, it's very fitting, so all yeah. over the place. It's so like all over the place. Just yeah, like me. yeah. We love it. Yeah. Um, yes. So. Um, so what I was going to say. Yes. Something that I love in this film and in the Dracula myth in general is there's parts of a Dracula myth that is so cute. Mm. Like the idea that he can't sleep unless he's got his dirt. Yes. That's adorable. Yeah, and it's something that That's carries That's neurodivergent. On. Oh, yeah. I need to have It's like your comfort blanket dirt. or yes. comfort something, yeah. That's like, yeah. It's like, it's like oh, but there's dirt where we're going no no but it's not my yeah, dirt. it has to be yours from your homeland yeah i i need my dirt mm. or i can't sleep yeah i don't know if you've watched um what we do in the shadows oh with taika waititi i have seen the film but not the tv the show, show. Yeah. okay well i know i haven't seen the film but i've seen the show ah <laughs> in the show as well with the vampires they do they lose their dirt and <gasps> so they send their familiar off to all these different countries to get dirt from their countries to bring back to where they are. Oh, ah, yeah. that's that's yeah. I just I just love that. Yeah. I just love that he has to. And also later in the film, they say it's dirt in which they were buried. Yeah, um, which makes me wonder: in this world, how dead do you have to die to be a vampire? Mm. Did Orlok die? Was he a man who died and was buried? Because he looks so... He looks so not human. Yeah. Um, Especially his, his movements as well are like... Uh, you know, like a corpse that's been out for a while. I can't remember the term. Oh, uh, um, rigor mortis. Rigor mortis, yeah. He looks like he's in slight rigor mortis with mm-hmm. his movements. Mm-hmm. And it, it, it's, it is... It's the fingers yeah it's the the arms arc, the right arms, by him and his the shoulders eyes. he's like it's all very not human yeah i i love it because i i think um i think vampires are um so interesting yeah i think vampires are it's like what i said about the idea of the um and again last episode um spooky children yeah from different cultures vampires in different cultures um globally and also through history yeah here this is a not human monster Mm. and he is not sexy no hey i I mean to some people may but to us whatever 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 yeah um but he is whereas then you get to films like interview with a vampire mm. and you have brad pitt yeah and it's so and like in, especially you know, robert pattinson yeah in, in more Twilight. modern vampires yeah. they tend to be these sexy yeah alluring um it's interesting to see where someone who's not yeah, yeah. and like this vampire being so not human yeah and i think so stiff in movement yeah compared to most vampire showings which are they're quite fluid and loose with their movement and they're very um classy is Mm. the word i'm trying to think it's not like elegant but it's that word of like 
um, they glide yeah. places where, yeah, he is very rigid. Mm. He is uncomfortable. Um, He's got a stick up his ass. He does. Yeah. In in the but yeah, so like if it if it is the ground in which they were buried, then was he a human? It's interesting. Mm. Um, and I also thought it was very cute when later on in the film he's carrying the coffin. Oh, There's, yeah. I don't know why, but just the way he... I like how I'm saying, like, he looks hideous, he's a monster. And then I'm like, look how cute he is. But no, it was like he was coffin. carrying it with, like, comfort and pride. And, and, it, and it's also just so easy. Yeah, and, like, taking care of it. Like, like somebody just walking into the sea with a surfboard. Yeah, he's yeah. just like, this is my coffin. Yeah. Um... I'm a, like, extremely old vampire. I've killed many people. This is my coffin. I love it. I love him. Um, Yes. Um, I, in terms of notes in particular scenes, I'm pretty much done apart from the end. Um. So if you have specific scenes you wanted to talk about... And I'm no, just going to think... zap while you look. <laughs> um, you think... No, I, I'm at the same place. Yeah. Yeah. I, um... So. The shot with the shadow. I want to talk gothic shots in this film. There's that bit where he's feeding off Hutter. This isn't quite the end. Mm. But he's feeding off Hutter and the door opens. Yeah. And he's in the doorway that shot there's so many like we've said that this isn't a scary film but i think that it has an eerie air to it there are moments that are scary Mm. not not i'm not gonna sleep well but ooh, that's not comfy um the shot with him in the doorway the way that he like the way it's shaped yeah it's arches around around him him is almost claustrophobic you Mm. I almost got the idea that he is as old as that building. Yeah. They've grown together. They are one. Yeah. 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 Because um, well, I know with, I think in the book as well, it mentions about his shadows. Mm. As if they, all the shadows that are, work for him or around mm. him. Or he is one with all shadows. Mm-mm. It's, um... It's 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 wonderful and and mm. going off of shadows, one of the most iconic shots in the film is him walking up the stairs, and it's the shot of the shadow. Yeah, you don't, you don't have see him. him it's the, the shadow it's the walking. Shadow. And that that sequence is beautiful. beautiful. So it's yeah. it's amazing, and the shape of his shadow mm. and the way it, it curves moves as, well. as yeah. like yeah. It's um, amazing. Mm. Um, And like I said, the technicalities of doing something like that in the 1920s is um, so impressive of you don't need CGI. No. Because... This film didn't need it at all. No. There's, there's, I think, one technical bit where... The boat. Yeah. And there's the overlay... Mm. of the boat and and Orlok mm-hmm. 
and it, it you can see both of them it's like it's like an overlay yeah i can't quite remember what exactly but it is it's essentially that and this was at a time when you couldn't do an overlay essentially they had to film it on the same on the same film yeah yeah it was like double exposure so i guess that's the only special effects yeah there's also i think a bit of stop motion to yeah, make things go is... faster as well um not just to make things go faster but to emphasize a movement or an appearance of mm. count orlock mm. where he's at the gate and he's at the door mm. and it in stop motion slowly opens mm. and mm. it reveals him standing there yes the all the doors, doors opening yeah. by themselves it's all this yeah mm. um that's the only specific like special effects yeah. in this film it's um, amazing. The other thing that I think is very scary is the shot of him feeding. Yeah, he does it with. He because he's it's creepy. He's got two front. Yeah, he's it's got, like kind of like not rat, the, pronounced rat teeth. Yes, but you know, like your bunny teeth. Incisors. Essentially. Yeah, your. I think they're incisors. Oh, I thought those were the incisors. No, those are your canines. Oh, yeah, those are the incisors. Molars, canines, incisors. Yeah. I know my teeth. You know your teeth. <laughs> I don't, apparently. <laughs> He's got yeah. sharp incisors as opposed to canines. You, yeah. When you think vampire teeth, you think canines. Can, yeah. But he's got, yeah, like like you're saying, like, like rat, rat teeth. teeth. Um, but it's, it's the shot of him feeding, and he's so much in the shadow, but you can just see mm. him. That shot is scary. Yeah. I was I felt scared. It like it, it's not a scary film, but that shot, and again for it to be a film from the nineteen twenties, and you know I've seen a lot of horror, mm. and to see that shot and still get that little kind of chill up your spine, excellent. Yeah, I paused chopping food. <laughs> I was like, Ooh. <laughs> and hey, if, if you can pause chopping the veg like yeah. that is that. And it was a red bell pepper, man. Oh. I love that. <laughs> You are you are distracted and yet yeah. and yet it gets you. It's it's so good. Mm. It's so good. Um, I'm sorry if you can hear rustling. I've got notes in various places and I'm just trying to keep track of them. Yeah. Um, and I have ripped out pieces of paper as my note. Yeah. <laughs> I so so there's that. There's. You sounded like you wanted to talk about the Ellen. Talk about Ellen to me. Ellen? Oh, I love the hair for starters. Oh my goodness, the ringlets. Yeah, the proper beautiful. like sausage yeah. ringlets. Gorgeous. I love that she's a goth on a beach. Yeah. She goes to the beach each night to wait for her husband yeah. to see him coming over the horizon. But that's not how he's travelling back. That's how Nosferatu is travelling back. Yeah. It's as well almost as if she's drawn to his presence and him drawing near mm. but I also think they went for a walk just before he left mm. that's the last place she saw him yeah um, this beach has graves I think so that's not good sand moves mm. yeah um, but I love it yeah <laughs> As a goth who loves mm. the beach, I want to. I want to find this German goth beach. Yeah, wearing her black dress oh, yeah. at the beach. Ah, oh. 
beautiful. love Ellen. Yeah. But what about the end? Because you that was the bit that you sounded like you had thoughts. Yeah, I did. So after Hatta gets back and Ellen wants to read this book, he wants mm-hmm. her not to, but she does mm-hmm. it anyway. Because, yes. you know, she's a amazing golf person mm-hmm. and you, this book you would be right a creepy up her alley book. yeah I you have a creepy book a creepy yeah, I am drawn book. to it stop giving me flowers I want creepy books yeah and she reads about Nosferatu mm-hmm. and in the line it's it says it's a woman that it has to be a woman without sin mm-hmm. and then the cocks crow to signify morning yes um but the fact that it has to be, it has to be mm-hmm. a woman without sin, mm-hmm. which is also still a theme that comes up to today <laughs> with like purity. Mm-hmm. Um, and we, y- you obviously are led to believe that a woman without sin, she's a virgin. Yeah, but that's not all sin means. Yes, it could be anything. Yes. But that that it but that's feels the very implication. Kind of, yes. Yeah. She has um, virginal purity. Yeah. Of heart and spirit. Yeah. Um, but that she has to give herself freely as well. Mm-hmm. Which thinks it's like the whole sacrifice thing. So yes. she sacrificed herself. Amazing. Yeah. But I I don't know. I just hate in films where it's like where it's like specifies. Like, woman without sin or mm-hmm. purity and things like mm-hmm. that, as if it's only those women who can do this thing. Yes. I, I, I think it's, um, yeah, it's, I love, that's another reason why I love Ellen, the fact that she, um, does choose to do this thing. Oh yeah, I love that she chooses to do she it. She is yeah. so like, right. This is what's yeah. got to be done. She, without even truly knowing everything, she sacrifices herself to save the whole town, essentially. Yeah. yeah. It's... And she sends her husband away, so he's not there to witness. Yeah. She's, um, but yeah, it is, it is just that um, dated, old, um, yes. Yeah. Um, only the fairest maiden mm. can do this and whatever it's it's very yeah um i mean like i said bram stoker was a dweeb yes um i'm sure he was very much on board with that decision oh, yeah. <laughs> um yeah hmm. i speaking of bram hmm. this is what i've been hinting and i am now just starting to think maybe this would have been best at the start but hey I'm excited. You to live know. and you learn. This is the thrilling. Now you've um, mentioned Bram a few times. Twist. Mm. So you may have noticed that the names are different. It's Orlok as opposed to Dracula. Yeah. And it's Hutter as opposed to Harker. Mm-hmm. And it's Ellen as opposed to Mina. And it's whatever Van Helsing's name is as opposed to Van Helsing. And that is because. This film is illegal. Oh. So this film was made in 1922. Mm-hmm. And um, we've been talking a lot about Mac, um, about Count Orlock. Yeah. And, and the physicality of that 
performance. Mm-hmm. So I did just want to say the actor who plays Count Orlok is Max Shrek. Shrek? Love. Yeah, it's Shrek. <laughs> it's spelt with a C-H. Yeah. But take the C out, it's Shrek. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Max Shrek plays Count Orlok. We love Max Shrek. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is German expressionist cinema. Yeah. Um, and um, yes, the director is, um, I don't know German pronunciations, Murnau. M-U-R-N-A-U. Yeah, Murnau. Murnau is how I would read that. Um, so the thing with Nosferatu is it's often called like the first occult mm-hmm. classic film. Yeah. Um, Cabinet of Dr. Caligari is, predates it, but this is one of the first like gothic um i've said gothic so much but, but it, it is. is that's what it is <laughs> but it's like um the cabinet of that dr caligari doesn't have the same weight mm-hmm. that nosferatu does um and director um fw manau stole it so who did you see that from well, from Bram Stoker. Oh, okay, I got you. They didn't get permission oh. to make this film. They just did it. And that's why all the names are different. Oh, it's like how when you because make a it's... logo, there has to be a minimum of, like, five differences yes. for it to be legal. Yes. So this film is a rip-off. Oh. This film is a complete rip-off. Um, and now I did this before. Mm-hmm. as well this is his mo this he is also not his did defense. he did a film of jacqueline and hyde yeah called um the head of janus or janus you know the <laughs> roman god yeah. um with the two faces um jacqueline hyde um i haven't seen the head of janus but um yes this is what Manau does oh. apparently or at least this is what he did twice we don't want to yeah. you know assume paint him with mm. a brush like that but it was done without um, any communication with the Bram, with the Stoker estate. Bram Stoker had already died. Bram Stoker died before 1922. Mm-hmm. Um, and really interestingly, no one cared about Dracula. Dracula was not an in, in not Dracula was not an instant classic at all. I. Um, it was released before its time. It, um... Like Vincent van Gogh. Yes! Like, at the time he wasn't so much, but now he is. Yeah, I I guess. I don't like Bram Stoker, so I don't (laughs) want to put him in the same boat as Vincent van Gogh. (laughs) But, yes, I do... um, I do definitely, yeah, I agree with you on that front. How do you spell obituary? O-B-U. Yes. I want to find um, Bram Stoker's official obituary because um, it's interesting because um, no, like, essentially, like, to vote... Okay, so this is from his official obituary. To those who bother to read credit titles of films... um, 
no, this is not what I'm looking for. Sorry, I'm. I should have. You got lie this, again. I should have got this ready. Um, essentially, um, people didn't care mm. about Dracula in the same way that they do now. Like Dracula is a big name. I can't find it, but in his obituary, it's mentioned, but it's mentioned in a list of his other books. Because mm. he wrote other books as well. Yeah. It's kind of like Bram Stoker, the author of blah, 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 and Dracula has died. Yeah, whereas now it's more author of Dracula, Dracula. and blah, blah, blah. Yes. And you, bro- you probably wouldn't even mention the blah, blah, blah. No. Because it's, it's Dracula. Dracula. It stands alone as it is in its entirety. Yeah. And so Bram had died. 1922, March 5th, hmm. if you want to celebrate the birthday of Nosferatu. Um, the 101st birthday. Mm. Coming up soon. Um, yes, he... Um, F.W. Murnau did this film... And then, onto the scene, comes our lady, Florence Stoker, his wife. Okay. So this is Bram's widow. Mm-hmm. And she is, at this point, extremely poor. Because Bram wasn't a famous author. Yeah. And a lot of his money's gone. And she hears about this film Nosferatu and how it is literally... Dracula. Yeah. And says no. And sues them. Takes them to court in a way that no one had ever done. Copyright wasn't really a thing. Mm. And especially international copyright. Like, um, so Bram Stoker is Irish. Yeah. But he might, I can never remember if he was living in America. But essentially, yeah. German film company. Mm. This is an international copyright dispute. Um, it had literally never been done. Um, so she took them to court for this infri- inf- infringement, and the fallout of this case was not a massive payout of m- money, but um, a solidification of the copyright. So any sales now would make money and go straight to her. Mm. and for the destruction of all copies of Nosferatu because it was an illegal film yeah we love a petty bitch (laughs) she was like nope I don't want your money I just don't want that film to exist and it was destroyed Every copy that they could get their hands on was destroyed. At this point, many years had gone by, so um, it had been circulated. Yeah. So they weren't able to get every copy. Yeah, it's like now with social media, if yeah. it's posted, there's going to be copies of there's it. There's downloads. Yeah. It's a, yeah. It, it, it is exactly that. So that's why we are still able to watch Nosferatu. Oh. But... If it had gone Florence's way, the film would be dead. And that's why Nosferatu is called the film that would not die. Oh. So. That's so good. It's so good. I think I have a bigger appreciation for it yeah. as well, knowing that. Yeah. And. It found its way. 
And because all publicity is good publicity, mm-hmm. now everyone's saying, what's this about Dracula? Oh, I'm going to read this book. Yeah. And that is why we know about Dracula now. If Murnau did not do didn't this, try to be a sneaky little boy, then we wouldn't... We oh. wouldn't have Dracula. And we wouldn't have vampires as we know it. Now. Well, vampires so, existed before Oh, yeah, Dracula. but a lot of vampire oh, basic... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like is, the, it is, is a lot based in um, Dracula because... Yeah. Yeah, because it, it made it so famous, mm. yeah. Um, so it'd be interesting to see what... How they would have made them. Yeah. Like, what other, like, law they would have gone off yeah, of and yeah. cultures to... Instead. Yeah. But, yeah. It is because of this. So, essentially, yes. Um, then Universal got the rights. Mm-hmm. Universal, like, um, film company got the rights. And a Broadway version was made. And the stunning Bella Lugosi played Dracula in oh. the Broadway version. Um, I'm trying very hard not to salivate because... <laughs> um, in the research of this, I googled Bella Lugosi and I found a picture of him from when he was 30 and I literally had to stop recording because it floored me. A beautiful man. And when we talk about the 1931 Dracula, I will go in depth about Bella Lugosi. And I, honestly... I'm having to stop myself now. Well, yeah, for those who can't see, because it's an audio, Kitty's just got her hands on either sides of her cheeks in awe just talking about him. And it's... Oh. He's a man. He's a man. But we'll leave that there. Um, (laughs) He played um, Dracula in the Broadway version yeah. and then in when the night when Universal made the 1931 they Dracula he reprised yeah. his role and and it I think it is the Bella Lugosi version that makes Dracula like like the Sesame Street you know the count yeah on Sesame Street that's Bella Lugosi mm. that's it it's him so much of the Dracula mythos comes from his version mm. so all of this happened because a German man wanted to make a film without paying anyone. And now, and then... We have this whole world now. Yeah. So it it is extremely um, interested. Um, yes. So, like, not to be a, like, big-time feminist on Maine, but, like, as we said... The book's good, mm. but it's not all that. Yeah. The reason we have Dracula is because Florence. Yes. Florence Stoker was like, um, yeah, like, she... She's like, hey, bitch, where's my money? Yeah. Yeah. I am a woman in the 1920s, yeah. and I'm widowed, so God Give knows I don't have yeah. good prospects. Um, but yes. The thing about the film, though, so that that's the context of, like, mm-hmm. where the film is coming from. There's bits of the film that is very uncomfortable. 
shall we talk about the um, imagery? Okay. So, Orlok, we've talked about how not human he looks. Yeah. He kind of looks... And hey, this is 1920s Germany. So the thing about this film as well, Hmm. it's very based in the plague. Yes. A lot of it is heavily mentioned about the plague. And in one scene, you see people carrying coffins through the village. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it was made in 1922. Which is... So in 1918, there was the Spanish flu. Yeah. So to make a film about the plague would have been extremely heavy. Well, it's like how now, post-pandemic, pandemic films are being made. Yes. It's, it's actually really interesting watching it now, mm. having experienced, experienced some a pandemic. Of, yeah. yeah. Um, the fact that... So the look of Orlok, and no one's quite sure, because we can't talk to Manal about yeah. this, whether this was intentional or just um, a visual choice that was purely neutral. Mm -hmm. But Orlok looks like um, an anti-Semitic poster. Yes. He has the um, hooked nose, he has the bushy eyebrows, Mm -hmm. he has the long fingers, the hunched back, Mm -hmm. the, you know, well, he's bald, so not even a receding hairline, but... He looks how Jewish people are portrayed in anti-Semitic posters of the time in yeah. Germany in the in the twenties. So, you have a air quotes Jewish man stowing away on a boat with rats, bringing a plague. Yeah, which is. And the fact that this was made in the 1920s in Germany, on the horizon, we have a lot of anti-Semitism coming. It's really interesting. Again, no one knows if this was a choice. The, and I'm struggling to remember his name, the man who sends Hutter, his boss. Knox, yes. I think that was the name. Yes. Um, the Renfield character. Mm. He also looks extremely of a like a, a Jewish stereotype. Yes. With, again, the bushy eyebrows, the um, large nose. Um, and, and the fact that he's pouring over his money and he's, mm. he's, he's laughing and he's very kind of maniacal. And he was reading a text... In at the start of the film, that is of demonic symbols. Yes, as well. Mm-hmm. I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. So that kind of yes. Mm. So it's very kind of um, the film has been to- called anti-Semitic a lot. Again, how much of it was intentional? The fact that he's coming across, he's stowing away on a boat, is in the original text. Yeah. Bram Stoker was anti-Semitic as well, though. Mm-hmm. So, again, how much of... Uh, we know Bram didn't agree to this film, but 
from what I can gather of a man, I think he would be have been very on board with this film. Yeah. Um, but the actor who plays Knox, Knox is was Jewish. Huh. So, and and I mean, how much of a in the time could you say no to a film because of morals and that? There's, yeah. There's also you know like a. Um, there's people talking about that nowadays. Like, yeah. I know um, there's discussions where um, black actors have said, I didn't want to play, like, a racist stereotype, but those are the only roles yeah. I was given. Those are the only choices. Yeah. And you've, that was the best decision that they could have for yeah, their choice. Yeah, because they wanted to even know, if Yeah, even if they the didn't... Rent. Yeah. Even so, if they didn't want to have that role necessarily, yeah, portray that... a stereotype. Ster- yeah. If that harmful a, stereotype... Mm-hmm. But if that was the only way they could like pay rent or something, yeah. If, that, then, if those are the roles that are going, yeah, then you have to kind of um, make that choice. Um, so I don't know if this Jewish actor is like, yes, this is a film, and I am choosing to do this film because I do not see this as a harmful Jewish stereotype because I do not see that this character is specifically Jewish, or. If this is a Jewish actor saying, God, I hate that I'm playing another racist yeah. Jewish portrayal, but I want to, you know, I want to do film. Yeah. And we also don't know what Monau's intentions were. Yeah. But I think it is, again, very important to... To recognise. Re- yeah. And especially, like I've said it multiple times, but the fact that this is 1920s yeah. Germany is very interesting. Yeah. Because the context of Germany between the world wars is such an interesting headspace. Yes. Because they lost the war Mm -hmm. and then they get punished. And if anyone's done History GCSE, (laughs) the thing that you always say is that the punishment went too far. Because it punished them to the point where they, you couldn't not be angry. Yeah. And then that anger is where you always have to say the Second World War came from. Yeah, it boiled up. Yes. It fueled. Yes. The psychology of Germany between the World Wars is, is incredibly interesting. And... It's insane. Yeah, and that's why German Expressionist cinema is so interesting mm. because there's so much culture and media that Germany made between the wars that is a time capsule yeah. of those feelings. I just think I think that's another really interesting thing and I think it adds it adds to the Nosferatu film. Up to you whether you think that's a this is added and uh, it feels more grounded and real, or this is added a uncomfortable thing that I now do not want to watch this film. It's that kind of thing of like, yeah, is the possible racist overtones of this film enough to strike it off the list for you? Kind of idea. I don't know. I think I still I still want to watch it. Mm. I've because, watched it four times. Yeah, I, I did enjoy it, but I think whilst watching it, you've also got to recognise that fact. Yes. And don't 
be ignorant or ignore that yes. fact if that makes sense yeah yeah yeah, yeah. no 100% I definitely I I think it's um yeah and I I portrayals of I mean this is looking at the time this is not the point in time to bring up this discussion but the portrayal of Jewish people in media is extremely interesting because it's that whole issue of is it a religion or is it a ethnicity Hmm. is so interesting and I think that that's a kind of question that is in only really present in Judaism you don't get that as much Christianity isn't an ethnicity no but due to the persecution throughout the like I said it's not it's not a conversation to get into now. Yeah. And it's also not necessarily a conversation that I think we are at all... No, that we are capable yes. of having with our limited knowledge as well. Yes. And also, um, with the two of us, I think this is definitely a conversation that I would want more points of view. Yeah. And, and varied, shall yeah. I say, points of view. I think it would be interesting to, you know, at least mm-hmm. have... Um, something else um but yes so i'm not going to get into that (laughs) but it does make it much more of an interesting film to me yeah so i guess that's all i really have to say about nosferatu i i like i came out swinging Mm. this was my first like like this was my first pick and I wanted this to be my first pick mm-hmm. because it's the first occult horror yeah. film. Well, right from the get-go, you said this film, basically. Yeah, yeah. Because I think this film perfectly encapsulates my feelings of there's a film that you can enjoy and then there's a film that you can enjoy with context mm. and it's more. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I guess... The question is um do you think it has in, improved it in your mind i think it's given me another level of love for it mm-hmm. if that makes sense with the with the whole origin of how the film came to be mm-hmm. you see yeah yeah i i think in my mind it definitely makes it heightens yeah. it I think, because again, like when I first watched it, I was on hold. I probably yeah. didn't give it the amount of weight that I feel I should have. Mm. I think it definitely gives it so much more. Um, and I love it. Yes. It is definitely one I will be rewatching. Yeah. 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 Um, this is a different, completely different episode because this is a completely different film. But there is Nosferatu for Vampire. 1979 and it's a German film as well and it is essentially the copyright in a sense ended in 1979 for Dracula in the sense of it I don't quite know how copyrights work but it becomes a lot more open after a point yeah it's like um if you've done a crime and it's not found out until after a certain length of time then you can't be charged for that crime but that's like low yeah 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 it's so essentially um 
1979, Dracula's copyright became more open. Mm-hmm. So a German filmmaker made the film Nosferatu the Vampire. And it's a remake, kind of, of the 1922 Nosferatu. Mm-hmm. But with a lot more Dracula added in. And they don't yeah. bother to change the names because they don't have to. Yeah. Um, and that's really interesting mm. in terms of comparisons. So, at some point... We shall have to do that. Yes. Yeah. And again, obviously, dibs. Yeah. Um, <laughs> because I, again... Yeah, it's your film. I have lots to talk about. Yeah. Um, but that's, that's Nosferatu. Yeah. And that's why I love Nosferatu. Um, so, do you... Would, would you like to tell our dear, dear listeners, listeners what the next film will be? Yes. Well, the next film mm-hmm. is Death Becomes Her, featuring mm-hmm. the brilliant Meryl Streep. God love her. Yeah. And it, it's a pretty stacked cast. Oh, yeah, the cast. Like, it's Meryl Streep, but I cannot re- I'm really bad with names. But, like, so am I. Everyone in that Yeah, film. especially the top three. Yeah. And this other person, which I, I, I will be talking yeah, about the cast yeah, yeah, in, yeah, yeah. in the episode. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, yes, we will be watching Death Becomes Her yeah. next and talking about that. And, um, and Mog will be hoping hosting that yes so um again if you if you if you hate these dulcet tones um you'll be getting more of me next week <laughs> yes <laughs> um so yeah that's that's all we have to yeah. say about nosferatu um and i guess until next time yeah. keep it blood curdling mm.